Amen. Thank you. Let's give the praise team a hand. Oh, I love our praise team. Love our praise team. Love all the different songs we sing. And I'll tell you this. Everything. Oh, you can sit down. <laughs> everything that we sing around here is the words. It's not in the sweet by and by. One of these days I'm going to feel God. Nope. It's word-based. Everything. Isn't that wonderful? So I know that when I'm singing in this house, I am singing the word. And the Bible says when it's in our mouth, coming out of our heart, it's a living thing. Not living on your coffee table. It's not living on the back seat when you just come to church once a week and leave it back there. It's living when we get the word in our heart and we begin to speak the word out of our mouth. It becomes living. That's exactly how you got saved. That's how we got saved. So first of all, I want to thank uh, my wonderful pastors. Joe and Misty Coyne for allowing me to minister tonight. Um, and uh, they called me uh, and said, uh, Mom, they're also my kids too. They called me and said, uh, we'd like for you to minister on healing tonight. Well, I kind of thought he, she said prayer. Because see, I'm over prayer here. So I don't know. But I finally asked several of them. They said, no, you said healing, healing, healing. So I got some prayer in here, too. <laughs> got a little of both in here tonight. I want to introduce two of my wonderful people that I invited tonight. We're all invited, right? Yeah. And this is Alana, and she owns the Drip Bar right down the street. I called it my candy store. I love it. I love it. And I love my sister beside her. Both of them are sisters in the Lord. I love Courtney. And she came with her family, had 10 on that second row. The day after our encounter, our women's encounter, uh, you're the Joseph of your family. And that means you're a forerunner. And a lot of them, because of what you say and your actions, they're going to be following you. You're the Joseph of your family. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, tonight, um, we're going to talk about we're healed because of Jesus' wounds. We're healed because of Jesus' wounds. Not because I try my best. Oh, I, I believe I'm healed. I believe I... No, I rest in it. Because it's a finished work. That Jesus has already done. He went to the cross one time. One time. For all. And on that same cross. Is where he saved us. Thank God for heaven. Oh we got so many loved ones already there. My mama. My daddy. My brother. My sister. My niece. If I start naming them all. I could fill up probably half this. But I'm going to see him again because of heaven. But God wants us to have heaven on earth before we cross over to the other side. 
And you can have heaven on earth when you got the word concerning whatever area it is in your life that you need God to fix, God to change, God to do miracles, God to do healings, God to do restoration in your, in your marriage, in your family. Everything, every need we've got on this earth is found in chapter and verse in the scripture. And what God wants us to do is get it in our hearts. Get it in our hearts. I mean, you're not saved unless you, you ask him into your heart and meant it from your heart. I remember when a little Pastor Misty uh, was just a, a little taught that she wasn't even walking. She was like maybe a year or two old. Um, she and her dad and I went to a church across the street out in the country, out in, out in um, um, where were we? <laughs> we were in a little Methodist church out there, Summerfield. And uh, I got real emotional. And the lady in front of me saw me. And she turned around and said, come on and go to the altar. Well, she took my hand and took me to the altar. They prayed what they call the sinner's prayer. Y'all know what that is? You know, Jesus, I need a Savior. I need you to come into my heart. And I want to be saved. However, she prayed it. And I went back to my seat. I wasn't saved. The next day, uh, some people said to me, uh, oh, Judy got saved. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> this is what I know because the Bible tells me so. When you are born again of the Spirit of God, there's a change that comes on the inside of you. And when you're born again and that change is there, then old things pass away and all things become new in your heart where you got saved. Now, it takes a little working out in our flesh, right? And I've been born again now for almost 49 years, 48 years, September 17, 1975. <laughs> a lot of you know that date because I thank God that I'm an eternal being walking on planet earth and doing the will of God right here. Not in the sweet by and by. No, I'm speaking to devils, commanding them to go. I'm loosening my angels to manifest and minister in me and my family. I'm getting understanding, revelation of God's word. And a light's coming on, on the inside of me and in my soul. See, this is the thing. A lot of Christians don't know this. We are a spirit. Our spirit is our born-again man of God. Now, if you're not born again, your spirit man's dark. It's dead. But we are a spirit, 
We have a soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions. That's why Paul said, renew that mind with the Word of God. Oh, renew that mind. And so the more I get in the Word and I let the Word take root in my heart, it renews my mind and it pushes out the old mess. Kind of like a computer. (laughs) You know, you can push stuff out by putting good stuff in. And so that's what I've been doing for 48 years. And um, as we talk about healing tonight, just want to give you a quick testimony. I won't, won't go into depth with it because I want to go in depth with the living word. Because it's the living word that's going to heal any of us. See, this is the thing. Jesus isn't going back to the cross again. He did it once for all. On that same cross, he healed me. He saved me. On that same cross, he took that crown of thorns on his head so that I could have peace. So that I could have peace. Right in the middle of a turmoil, I can have peace. He did it for me. So everything that Jesus did, he It was a gift to us. And you know, what you need to do with a gift is receive it. (laughs) Right? My grandson Joseph's birthday is next week. And uh, he'll be 28. Yeah, 28. And so, I'm putting a gift together for him. He'll receive it. Because I'm giving it to him. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Because I'm giving it to him. And see, what Jesus wants to do is for you to believe his word. Oh, I believe, Judy. I believe. But then, your mouth is kind of forked. You know what a forked tongue is? One minute it says, I'm healed. The next minute it says, I'm sick of a dog. The next minute it says... Jesus bore my sickness and carried my disease. The next minute you're saying, oh, I'm so sick, I feel like I'm going to die. And this is the thing. I have felt like I was going to die. But I've learned to keep my mouth in line with God's word. I thank God for doctors. I just had a shot yesterday at the drip bar. Yeah, had a shot. Help me out. Help me out. So I thank God for doctors. But I love the supernatural first and the natural working together. Bringing a total cure. So back when Pastor Misty, my daughter, uh, it was back in the 80s, I woke up one morning with terrible pain in my back, and I couldn't straighten up, and it continued to get worse and worse and worse over the months. Now, I was a hairdresser back then, and I already had the Word of God that I was healed on the same cross He saved me on. I already had it. 
And so I just began to thank God that I was healed. And I kept getting worse. You ever been there? That's where the wisdom of God and the revelation, when I say revelation, it's the understanding that you have, kicks in and does what you know to do. Well, I went to the doctor. I went several times. But then it came to a point I knew in my heart he wasn't going to help me anymore. It was actually a chiropractor. They're good. I'm sure they're good. But wasn't going to help me anymore. So over a period of a few months, um, I was standing on the promise of God. Boy, we sing that, don't we? Standing on the promises of Christ my King. Standing on it means I'm not coming off of it. I'm staying right fixed on the Word of God. I remember going out to the country out in Rockingham County with my little Misty. And she and I were out there, and I was hurting so bad. I don't know if you've ever had a sciatica nerve problem, uh, disc problems, nerve problems, but it felt like my leg was in a lake of fire. And I was going, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. <laughs> and you know what? Other people could laugh at me. But I knew I had to stay on the Word. Because if He saved me on that cross, He healed me on that cross. And listen, if he didn't save me, he didn't heal me. If he didn't heal me, he, didn't he did it all for Judy. And see, that's it. we got to make it personal. Put your own name in there. Make it personal. And I remember being out in the country, and uh, I was sitting down, and actually, it was in my sister's house. And since then, she's been filled with the Holy Ghost, too. But then, I mean, she's a nurse. But then she was like, Judy, what's wrong with you? I said, oh, 1 Peter 2, 24 says I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. <laughs> and I had them at the beauty salon where I worked. I'm healed. I'm whole. I'm standing on the word. And I had been born again probably three years, uh, 75, 81, 2. I had been born again about seven years, and I had gotten a lot of word about healing. Uh, got filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, the Holy Spirit was my teacher. That's what the Scripture says. He teaches us. And so I stayed on that word, but my niece called me, and she's my age. She's in heaven today, Sandra. She's also was, is a minister too. You know what? God don't take things away from us, does he? <laughs> She's doing a good job in heaven right now. But she called me from Oklahoma. And she said, Judy, I want you to get on an airplane. I want you to fly out here. Because we're going to get you healed one way or the other. So actually, Sandra and Don bought my airline ticket. And my mama said, I want Misty to go with you. So she got Misty's. On the way to Oklahoma... I held Misty's hand. She said, Mama, I thought she was going to break my hand off because I was in so much pain. Well, went to the hospital, long, long period of time there. And they set me up for surgery. I had a herniated disc, acute sciatica, P3, 
pinched nerves. Now, we're talking back in 1982. And so he scheduled me for surgery. So everybody was gone home. Uh, Misty was at my niece's house, and um, Sandra was home. And, but I remember laying there in that bed, knowing they were scheduled me for surgery. I said, Father, I don't understand what's going on here. Have you ever been there? But I said, this one thing I know, because the Bible tells me so. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus, according to 1 Peter 2.24. So, the next day was surgery. But the night before, God sent three ladies to my hospital room, all believed just like I did. We were in agreement. There's power in agreement. Not wishing and hoping and planning and dreaming. There's power in agreement. So you get somebody in agreement with you, and you're going to get something. And so they came into my room. They had taken me off all solid foods. Um, the nurse that was my nurse, said the Lord spoke to her and said, don't give Judy any more morphine today because she's going to have her manifestation in her back. I didn't know that. She could have lost her job. They came in, these three ladies, all believed just like I did. And they laid hands on me. And I can see it right now. I was laying there in that hospital bed. And as they laid hands on me, I don't even know what all they prayed. I didn't pray. I already knew I was healed in my heart. So when you're having somebody pray over you, let the Spirit of God manifest in you and receive. Sometimes I've prayed for people, and when I start praying, they start praying or speaking in tongues, or I say, be quiet. <laughs> you just receive. Don't be putting out. Receive. And so I received that from these three ladies. And then one of the ladies said to me, Judy, are you having any more pain? I was just resting in God. And I was like, I don't think I do. So I swung my legs over the side of the bed. I got up and I walked to the door. And I turned around. And it caught up with my brain, my mind, what my heart knew. And I fell on my knees in the hospital room. I said, Lord, thank you. I'm healed. Not only was I healed, but I had the working of miracles. I had a, a disc that was disintegrated, and God restored it back to normal. Came back to uh, North Carolina and went to Cone Hospital, and they did an x-ray of my back, perfectly whole. Perfectly whole. That's God. He wants that for you. He wants that for me. He wants that for my family. He wants it for your family. He wants it for the people you work with. He wants that for us. 
But the word is, believe in our heart what he says is true and speak it with our mouth and wait for the manifestation of God. So, in Matthew, not Matthew, let's see, let's go to, um, we're going to go to um, 1 Peter 2.24. That one scripture is what I stood on. I didn't know a lot of other scriptures. I just had the understanding, the revelation, that on the same cross Jesus saved me on was the same cross he healed me on. So if I'm saved, duh, I'm healed. And so that's what I stood on for months and months. At the beauty salon, I remember sweeping up the hair, and I was going, oh, and I'd get the hair in the dustpan until I couldn't work anymore. But Jesus gave me that, uh, the Holy Spirit gave me that scripture. So uh, I want to give you these scriptures before I give you the healing scriptures uh, to let you know how we can allow that healing to manifest in us. Uh, Romans 10, uh, 9 and 10 in the New Living Translation says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, everybody say, believe in my heart, that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Do you know what? That's how you get anything from God. Anything. Miracles, healings. If you openly declare, Jesus, I thank you. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. I believe it in my heart. And see, this is the thing. Your head can go tilt on you. It can, go, it can say, oh, you're not going to get anything. Or the enemy, that's where the devil comes. He comes to that soulish arena. He comes to the mind, the will, the emotions. He wants to get you all shook up. That's a song. All those young people don't know it. I mean, love, I'm all shook up, uh-huh. If anybody don't know that, raise your hand. My grandson don't know it. But the devil wants to get us all shook up in our soul. He wants to, us to concentrate on the pain. He wants us to concentrate on what he is doing, not what God has said in his word. And you know what? I remember when I first got saved. God gave me this um, illustration about my daddy, my daddy. There's a Pato used to be a Patovia Theater in Madison. And so when I was growing up, uh, we'd go to the Patovia Theater, get our popcorn, sit beside little boyfriends, you know, and watch, watch the movies. Well, Daddy was going to pick me up at a certain time. And so uh, I believed him because I believed his word. I believed him. Because I believed his word. And if you grew up in my house 
And Birch Neal said something. Oh, my. You better do what he says. Get your little hiney tore up. So I believed him. Well, after that movie was over, we all went out into the little concession area saying our goodbyes. And they were leaving one by one by one. And so they were sweeping up inside and said, uh, Judy, you have to stand outside and wait for your daddy. So I went outside. It was dark. And they locked up the Patovia Theater. And I was just standing there. And I kept looking, kept looking, kept looking. Daddy wasn't there. But this is what I knew. My daddy wouldn't leave me out there. He said he's going to pick me up. He was going to pick me up. Jesus said, you're healed by my stripes. Jesus meant he, you're healed by my stripes. Yeah. So it took a while. And then when he pulled up, he said, I'm so sorry. I was late. But I'm glad you're okay. But God gave me that illustration. If a natural person can give you their word about something. What about Almighty God? Yeah. Oh, my word. But it takes faith, and it's not blind faith. It's chapter and verse faith. It's not blind. I saw in the word. So let me give you some scripture about healing. Let's go with, um, what was the scripture? Let's see, Lord. Uh, we went to 1 Peter 2.24. Okay. Let's look at Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. And let me tell you what we're looking at it in. The International Children's Bible. I love it. Because sometimes you adults, we adults. Need it talk to us like little children, right? Which we are to him. But I just love some of the illustrations, and, or I mean uh, translations that I saw there. But this is what it says in Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. But he, talking about Jesus, took our suffering on him and felt our pain for us. The pain that I was having in my back, Jesus felt it on that cross. The cancer, the tumor, the whatever it is that has tried to come on our bodies and all the reports that the doctors are saying, thank God for the medical, but I'm sure going to put my word, the word of God, first place. Yeah. And so the scripture says here, we saw his suffering. We thought God was punishing him. Hey, you did too. We would have been in that crowd too because there was a time I didn't know Jesus. You may have met him at a young age, but I didn't. I was 30 years old when I met him. But he was wounded, Jesus, for the wrong things we did. He was crushed for the evil things we did. The punishment which made us well was given to him. Oh, Jesus. You took it for me. 
You took all that punishment for my sins. Oh, my, my. Those things that the devil tries to bring back to my mind. No, no, no. You took it for me. Thank you, Jesus. You took it for me. And we are healed because of Jesus' wounds. We all have wandered away like sheep. Each of us have gone our own way. But the Lord put on Jesus the punishment for all the evil we have done. Put it on Jesus. Now in Isaiah 53 and 5, in the easy trans, I like easy. <laughs> Y'all like easy? I do. This is what it says in the easy translation. But it was our sin that caused Jesus' wounds. The bad things that we have done crushed him. The punishment that he received has brought peace to us. The wounds that he received have made us well. Now, is that easy? But just like you received Jesus in your heart when you got born again, when you got saved. Now, like I told you way, way back there, just because I cried a few tears, back when Misty was a baby, they thought I was saved. I wasn't. I had not surrendered everything. God wants us to surrender everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so that's what happened to me September 17, 1975. Pastor Misty was then seven years old, right by my side at that little Methodist church. And that's where I surrendered all, gave my heart to Jesus. He flooded me with himself. He flooded me with himself and hell and all the griefy, grieving stuff was removed from my life. And at that point, I had to start seeing what the Word said about me. That's why every day, folks, get in the Word. The devil will try to tell you you don't have time. Or the devil will try to tell you, wait till lunchtime, you can do it then. Or he'll try to tell you, oh, just wait till tonight before you go to bed. And then here you are at night before you go to bed. <laughs> oh, I'll get you tomorrow, God. That's a tactic of the enemy. And one of the things I've said for years and years and years, I am not deceived by the enemy's devices. Because he'll sure try. He'll sure try. But, oh, Jesus wants us healed because he did it for us on that cross. Now, let's look at um, Matthew, Matthew 8. Uh, in Matthew 8, Jesus healed a sick man. Uh, he healed a soldier's servant. And many folks, if you read Matthew 8 at, at another time, read that. He healed, he, he healed, he healed. And then in Matthew 8, 17... The scripture says, he did these things to make come true what Isaiah the prophet said. He took our suffering on himself. And he felt our pain for us. The torment that I went through my, in my mind when I went through divorce, it was hell in my mind. 
heavy depression. Jesus took it for me. Jesus knew what I was going through. He knows what you're going through. But he took it for us so we could be healed and made whole. Then let's look now in 1 Peter 2, 24 and 25. And that again is in the International Children's Bible. Christ carried our sins in his body on the cross. Another translation I was reading is when it said on the cross, it said uh, it was on his altar. He made an altar. Christ made an altar to take your and my sin. Christ made an altar to take yours and my sickness and disease. Christ made an altar to take the pain in my soul that Satan tried to take me out of here because I didn't want to live anymore. Depression. Oh, I had bad depression. Bad depression. I was on medications. But there came a time, and this is what I did. The last time. <laughs> I'm telling the last time that I went through pain with a man. You women, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Well, men, you could have gone the last time through pain with a woman. There's Jezebels out there, you know. But the last time I went through pain in my soul, I got hold of that scripture. And I said, Father, I ask you to heal my brain, heal my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions from that trauma that I went through with that man. I'll preface this, it wasn't Misty's daddy. Misty's daddy and I separated and divorced before I ever met the Lord. And then probably another 15 years, he came to know the Lord. And we talked today, we had a good relationship. He and I and his wife, I love her, she loves me. I told her about the trip bar. Because she needed it. She needed those vitamins and nutrition, uh, nutrients in her system. And I sent her the app. I'll tell you what. Whatever I believe in, I'll talk to you about it. And I believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who gave his life for me. He paid the price on Calvary. He paid the price that I can be healed, I can be whole, and he's got a future and a hope for me with long, healthy life. He satisfies me and shows me his salvation. Uh-huh. That's two scriptures put together. I got it. I got it. And you know what? I've never been one to go in there and try to memorize. I think it's because I turn to it and I meditate and I meditate. And I meditate. And I sing songs about Jesus. Uh, I sing songs about the Word. I don't sing all those songs that are out there that bring doubt and unbelief. I sing songs about God's Word. And so, I'm healed. I'm healed. It's wonderful. I'm 78 years young. 
And I tell you what, I could run through a troop and leap over a wall. That's what, that's what David said he did. Felt like running through a troop and leaping over a wall. I think it was David, the Old Testament. But that's what God wants in our spirit. That's what God wants us to renew our mind with. And when I come to the altar, and I do, pastors lay hands on me. I receive from them. I receive. And when you come to an altar, receive. Not putting out, but just go ahead and receive. Say, Lord, I take it. It's mine. I have it now. And then after that, I just keep thanking him and praising him for it. Now, in closing, oops, it says zero minutes. Okay, I want you to all close your eyes and really concentrate on Jesus. Is anyone sick among you? James said in chapter five, five he should call for the elders the spiritual guides, and they should pray for him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer that is of faith, the prayer that is of faith, the prayer that is of faith from your heart will save him who is sick, and the Lord will restore him. And if he's committed any sins, he'll be forgiven them. And the scripture says, confess to one another your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins. And pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. And Father, right now, as all of us right now, thank you that Jesus paid the price on the cross for our healing according to Isaiah, according to Matthew, according to 1 Peter. And all through the scriptures, there's over a hundred scriptures about our healing that Jesus did. Father, we take them all, and we thank you the blood of Jesus did it for us. So I want you to put your hand on the part of your body where you're believing God for. And Father, we thank you right now that the healing anointing, the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God goes into those bodies, goes into those minds, those wills, those emotions, goes into us right now. Right now, Father, we take it. And Father, we lift our hands and we just say, thank you. Thank you, Abba, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you've done in my body. And I'll continue to thank you for it and praise you for it. In Jesus' name. And everybody that agrees, amen. You got it? You got it? You're taking it home with you.